Everybody, welcome to the Log On Games podcast for Friday. <laughs> <That delayed>. <laughs> <laughs> for oh, Friday, gosh. January nineteenth. You need to watch this over at YouTube, or you'll never know what what's going down. Um, <laughs> on this episode today, we had a Xbox Direct today where they talked about Avowed, uh, Hellblade Two, uh, Ara, whatever that game was, Indiana Jones. Got release dates. <laughs> Basically all 2024 like release games for Xbox. So we're going to talk a little bit about those. Um, also, I'm uh, really excited about Pal World that comes out tomorrow, so we may dabble into that. Um, talk a little bit about the best-selling games of 2023, and we're going to have a funeral for Rock Band 4. Okay. And, <laughs> and uh, Carlos is not here. He died with Neil and with Rock Band 4. They all died together. <laughs> and, and Jason, they're all they're all in this in the same lion pit. They all fell into the same pit. Wow. I have a question. I wasn't on last week, so did, did you tell people I died last week? Is that what happened? I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think that was <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair. Um with me today, you can find him at X X. We have Matthew with us on the podcast today. <laughs> Matthew Skirt. made his way out of the death pit, climbed hmm. his way out. Does this do hearts or something? No. No, it thinks I'm wrong. <gasps> it does! <gasps> oh, Andrew does hearts with that. I don't know. Uh, oh, we can do it the Gen Z way. <laughs> it doesn't work. Apple uh, is, Gen Z, you is, suck. <laughs> is against Gen Z. Call it here first. Apple, get your crap together. Uh, wow. Matthew was cracking. Oh, you know, it'd be cracking. <laughs> no, I don't, That's I don't it, man. Know. That's it. <laughs> no, nah, it's been a super... <laughs> Andrew didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, it's been a super busy, like, last week and a half just with life stuff. So I haven't been able to game a ton. But life stuff. The little Miu Mini, man, that's been my go-to. I, <laughs> I today rode public transportation for an hour and 45 minutes and played that the whole time. So, um, who needs Advance Wars Remake when you can just play the OG? You know what I mean? The Wii U Mini. That's what you're doing. On. Basically. And, so, uh, no. That's been, that's been fun. That's been fun. Um, I'm trying to think of what I have played. I played a little bit of Diablo. Um, getting back in that grind has been fun. Uh, create a new character because new season, you have to do one anyway. So, let's try something different. Mm. Um, again, I think the game would be a lot had a lot more legs if every season they would come out with a new character you could create or a new something or whatever. So that, you know, by this point there would be like eight or nine different types of things you can do instead of just the four or the five. I think there's five. Yeah. But, but still it's good. And then, uh, um, a little bit of Baldur's Gate here and there. Here and there. Here and there. Also with us on the podcast today, you can find him. In uh, Eden. <laughs> At, Is this an ASMR intro? What are we doing? At Brown Berserker, we have Andrew with us. <laughs> Let's go. I see what you did. You whispered to get people to lean in, and then you use the gong to blow their heads off. That's it. Andrew was cracking. So for the first time in, uh, I mean, let's just let's just throw uh, a number out there. In nine months, I have a uh, have a video game itch. Whoa! And I think and I think I'm gonna dive back into it. So for some reason, I've been watching like Monster Hunter videos on YouTube, and I'm like, man, I want to play that again. So I've got uh, on my Steam Deck and my PC, I've got um, Rise uh, installed, and probably jump back on that probably today. Nice. You played that on the Switch, didn't you, the first time? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got it on PC, and then beat it again right before mm-hmm. the DLC dropped. Played some of the DLC, didn't beat the DLC, and now I'm gonna like jump back in. So, so you've risen a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> same same thing with like Destiny, you know. You know, I, I, I've risen a bunch in there too. <laughs> I played Destiny for the first time in a very long time the other day 
with a friend. Uh-oh. We got on and he was like, I haven't done like hardly any of the seasonal stuff. He's like, what step are you on? And I was like, I'm on step nine of 54 or whatever it is. And I was like, yeah, we got, we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> Did you complete it? No, we got to like, I don't know, step 13, 14. And then we're like, all right. Did you it. have a blast? It was a good time. Good time. We were still like so early on in the seasonal stuff that we were unlocking new, uh, the new stuff, like the new uh, game modes or whatever you want to yeah, call yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were having a good old time. Destiny, I mean, it's all. It, it's fun. yeah, it's never not a good time when you're with people, for sure. Exactly, for sure. Um, we, as in mm. myself and Emily, are moving yes. houses in two weeks, or I guess like a week and a half now. So we'll have this episode, and next week's episode will be the last episode. No brick wall to take with me. No brick wall. Hey, no brick wall I'm, to take with me. I'm bringing it back. It's just going to. He's take leaving those three Destiny posters there too. Yeah, it's sad. I'll leave them right there. Uh, <laughs> no, I think in the new place, it's just going. I'm going to have a. I have this big old black. Tape, I mean not tape, like curtain piece of fabric. Yeah, curtain fabric fabric thing. Okay. Um, I mean it's just a massive. Thing, I don't know what exactly it was called. Backdrop. That's what it's called. There you go. Um, that I use for just like random stuff. So it's probably just going to be that next time. Cause I think the way I'm going to have it set up is it's going to be drums behind me. And then, but who knows, you know, nice. maybe, I'll, maybe I'll get like brick wallpaper. Put it up. <laughs> nice. Hey, um, Andrew and Andrew and Andrew and Andrew. Monster Hunter Rise on Game Pass downloading now. Just saying. Oh, snap. So. You Maybe you'll be forced to play a game with me. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew? Um, you you want to download it and play with us, Andrew? Andrew? Power World's coming out tomorrow. That's all I'm going to do with my life. Yeah, I, I, I heard that be. was... Uh, also is that a beta? Price. What is that? Uh, early Access, yeah. Early, early Access. access. Same so thing. it comes yeah. up... On, well, it comes up on Game Pass as Game Preview. And so I was like... Sometimes yeah. their Game Previews are like you get 10 hours of gameplay or whatever. But I think it's, it's just... just what they call Early Access. I think it's just what they call Early Access for this. And it's it basically just says, you know, they reserve the right to... When it when the game comes out, make it not on Game Pass or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll get into that here in a second. We want to welcome everybody to the Log On Games podcast. This is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and more. New episodes upload every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you want to stream or listen to us at. You can also watch us at youtube.com slash at logongames. If you are watching us over there, hit that subscribe button for us. If you are not watching, pause, go open your phone, go to YouTube, search Log On Games, subscribe to us. Do it. High five, your, high five yourself. Maybe spank yourself if you're feeling a little naughty. And then continue on with your day. <laughs> uh, this episode is brought to you okay. by Zencaster.com. That's where we record all of our podcasts at. If you're looking for an easy way to make your podcast life better or you're wanting to start one, check out Zencaster.com because you can record and produce and upload and everything straight from your browser. makes life super, super easy. You get local recordings from everybody that's involved, so you're going to get high-quality downloads every time. You can go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code LogOnGames and get 30% off your first month of any paid plan. Do it. You can also follow us at LogOnGames everywhere that you want to at. I think think when we started, we weren't using Zencaster. We were trying some different things, and then we started using it pretty soon afterwards. So I think we We probably hit like like probably 200 episodes or close to it on Zencaster. Oh, no, I probably wasn't part of that because I, I don't remember no, that. No, you were not. Yeah, I was we, like. We used Skype years like years and years ago when mm-hmm. we would do it. We usually would like go over to, because we all lived in the same area. So we would always like mm-hmm. go to someone's house and just record it on GarageBand or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then everybody started moving all over the place and stuff. We went to Skype. And then when we stopped doing the podcast, when we came back for what is now our fourth year in a row. <laughs> we, we, I think we did Skype for like a year, 
maybe a year and a half. I think it was, I don't even think it was that long. I just think we were trying to figure something better out. And so we've yeah. been, we, we've either hit 200 episodes on Zencaster or we're close. Yeah. Cause I remember me, you and Jason trying out different things. Yes. And it was, it was 2020 shutdown time. And, mm-hmm. uh, Zencaster was like in early and was like in beta. Yeah. Basically. And, and we, we found, tried it. and here's the thing about it is we found some other stuff that works, I would say equally as well, but you pay mm-hmm. way more than you do for Zencaster. Like Zencaster well, because is we by got in, far the best bang for the buck. Because we got in early, we also, um, get it free for a while. Yeah. We got, we are technically creators on Zencaster. So mm-hmm. full disclosure, but we don't exclusive. Pay we don't play anything. Mm-hmm. I think the create. I don't know how much the creator thing uh, subscription is now, but mm-hmm. um, good stuff. All right, let's let's talk about games. Power, let's talk about Power World first, since that's what we were just talking about, and then we'll talk about mm-hmm. Xbox stuff. Uh, Power World is an early access starting tomorrow. If you're listening, to this it is out on PC and Xbox uh, Game Pass. I don't know if it's like. Mm-hmm. You have to have Game Pass to get it? I don't believe so. I think it's $30 if you don't. Mm, gotcha. Um, Pretty cheap. So I've been watching some videos of people that had early, early access. Early, early access, access and early access? They had early access to <laughs> the early access. So Okay. So, okay, some people had really early access, and then now recently people are getting early access to the early access before early access comes out. Um, but I have IGN's review in progress up right now, and they said if they had to score it now, they would give it an eight, but that is not final. They're playing it on PC. Um, but this makes me really excited. And uh, all the videos I've watched, people have been like, this game's like really fun. It's definitely mm-hmm. different, but it's, it's mm-hmm. a fun time. And for an early access game, almost every video I've watched from different people are like, for an early access game, this gun, this game runs like really, really smooth. Like they haven't had this good. Issues. Uh, but it's essentially Pokemon meets some sort of gun shooter meets you hear the dogs. Yeah, Pokemon meets Fortnite. Pokemon meets gunplay from like Fortnite meets a survival game like Ark or something mm-hmm. like that. So it looks like a good time from what I've seen. Andrew, have you seen any uh, Power World stuff going on? Are you interested at all? Yeah, I have it currently uh, playing right now, uh, a video of it. Um, I can see the the appeal as far as like, like you're saying, the multi-genres uh, pulled into one. Uh, so I would see that being a, a huge draw. I, I mean, I, I like it's it's strange that I'm going to be like the, mm. the small percentage that's just kind of like WTF about the whole thing, especially cutesy little things with guns. Like in theory, yeah, that sounds like pretty cool, but I'm like, Part of me is just like, man, that's weird. That's just so weird. It is weird. <laughs> I, was, I was watching a beefy video of it yesterday from someone who's been playing it for probably like the last couple of weeks. Mm. And he had put like 40 or 50 hours into it, he said. And he started saying things and really took it to another level for me, Andrew. He yep. started saying dungeons. He started saying randomized dungeons. He started saying world bosses. He started saying things like this. Okay, see, yeah, now we're talking. Yeah, so, <laughs> and I was just yeah. like, here we go. I think if you don't mind, I'm going to read a, a part of the IGN review in progress. It's just one paragraph that's got like their, what the heck is this game answer to it. <laughs> so despite the clear eyebrow out eyebrow raising inspiration it takes from a certain creature collecting powerhouse, Pokemon, um, Power World more closely resembles a formulaic survival game like Grounded, which mm. we also liked, mm-hmm. uh, with a roster of lovable monsters to capture as a clever twist on that formula. You find yourself inexplicably dropped into the wilderness of a strange land filled with oversized dangerous beasts called Pals. From there, you'll need to build a base, which I'm going to be honest, building a base is one of those things. If you put it in your game, that makes me want to play. I don't know why. I just <laughs> I like doing that. Um, base builder. I know. Hilariously force the local fauna into your servitude and upgrade your gear to wage war against the rotten members of the syndicate who try to murder you with assault weapons every chance they get. You won't find yourself hanging out in idyllic towns or challenging gym leaders to friendly contests. It isn't that kind of adventure. Uh, instead, your goal is to survive the harsh land and face off 
uh, against evil or psychotic pal trainers who raise villages, attack your base, and command foreboding towers and dungeons filled with goons to shoot and kill. So there's no PvP in this. I'll be right back. Yeah, I hear some nonsense going on over there. I don't think it's <laughs> I don't think it's PvP, and it says co-op. I'm actually going to look. I want to say it's. I'm pretty sure it's four players. I'm okay, almost positive. Yeah, a buddy positive. of mine. Um, I can't remember if he played it last year or a couple of years ago, but like, okay, uh, he. I think he was playing solo at the time, but yeah, it could have changed. But it is. It is four, four player. Um, that's that's part of what I'm confused slash excited about is mm-hmm. it's going to have dedicated servers, but I am a little confused even on the videos and what I've tried to find out of like what is exactly is co-op, what exactly is the multiplayer world like. So from my understanding, um, like yours, what... Like if you have if you want to play with other people, that's a different character. Um, so like you would have a dedicated server. Like if us three wanted to play together, we would have our server. So we had to make a new character and go. Mm. You know, we couldn't really play Ooh, in the okay, server so, unless all of us are on, or unless the person who created okay, the so server is on. Okay, so you're not having on. like other players like grief you and stuff. That is another thing where I there's like one video that said that people will raid your base like every three or four days mm. in the single player mode. But, but how does that happen if, you have, if you're on your own server? But, yeah, the thing I just read, it said, uh, blah, blah, blah. Basically, you face off, and your goal is to survive the harsh land and face off against evil and or psychotic pal trainers who raise villages, attack your base and command. I think it's NPCs that are attacking. Yeah, base. yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like he had NPC oh. people attacking his base. Okay. But it also like, some videos make it seem like if you are, because it said like up to thirty-two players on one server. Oh, so it makes it sure. seem like maybe certain servers you can open up or something. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure, and I think part of that is probably all the early access kind of stuff that they're still figuring out. But, mm. um, but I know it's it's somehow okay. four-player co-op. Whether mm-hmm. it's like I, Matthew, I know you're Minecrafty with if it's sort of like that where it's like maybe mm-hmm. you purchase a dedicated server or maybe you just create a dedicated server and it's kind of like creating a whole new game so mm-hmm. whoever created that when all of y'all are on you can play together otherwise you mm-hmm. can just play like your single player kind of yep. other so, second character I guess. yeah i don't know if this necessarily answers it but this is a steam like a how many players are, can play power on steam it literally says four players an online co-op mode an online co-op play mode, up to four players can play together. Additionally, a dedicated server can allow up to 32 players to play together. Jeez. So, I don't know exactly how that works, but it sounds like the norm is four. Yeah. Or, you, or the two to four co-op, you know, the regular kind of thing. All the videos and people I've watched playing didn't play co-op, so maybe that's not a thing until now or until tomorrow. Because um, I'm... I, like Pokemon, like Pokemon has multiplayer and co-op mm-hmm. stuff, but it's only like one area or one certain, like certain things that you can do. It's not like the whole game, but this mm-hmm. being like an open world survival game, you would think that you can just kind of do anything. You could take on dungeons with friends. You could go do, I think the gym battles in this are the towers. So mm-hmm. you could go take on the towers. You could do the world bosses. You could do dungeons the, and stuff too. And to me, uh, from what I read, dungeons are, like uh kind of random so like they just kind of pop up here and there like as you're just kind of exploring i'm like the dungeon's not going to be in the same place all the time it's mm-hmm. kind of like kind of like patrols in destiny where they just kind of pop up as the game as you play and you're like oh look there's patrol right there or whatever so oh, okay um i'm interested i'm i'm extremely happy that people that have played it said it's really really good and really fun so is this a, an American yeah. developer? Like who, who makes this? Um, I don't know exactly. One of the videos I said, I watched said the people that made this game, like haven't really done a lot uh, or haven't made really great games in the past. So they were skeptical pocket pair. 
But everybody that's played it has been like, this game's awesome. It so. says Pocket Pair is a Japanese company. There you go. They done okay. I mean, it seems very Japanese. Question. Interesting. But yeah, I know there's like a lot of... Obviously, the base building stuff and putting bases throughout the whole open world. And there's a bunch of collectibles and there's different types of XP to get to level up your things. And the more you level up certain people, like, you'll get certain guns or be able to use your pals, I guess what they're called, as guns sometimes. Like, I know, like, the fire Mm -hmm. Pokemon, when you level up your base far enough, you can unlock the fact that you can, like, he'll sit on your shoulder and you, like, flamethrower out people. Okay. So it'll be it'll Big be flamethrowers. It'll be a good it'll be a good time. At least I cool. hope so. Cool. I don't think uh we'll really know until like like in my mind I want it to be crazy replayable, you know? Mm-hmm. With updates happening all the time and crazy stuff happening all the time. So Sure. We'll, well see after say... you've played like thirty hours if you're like, all right, we've done everything or if it's bigger than Yeah, that. well I think with the Crafting stuff in the base building, like that in and of itself, like Minecraft, should give you a lot of replayability just to be able to have fun with that part of the game, right? Mm. So, I don't know. We'll see. And then there's the quantity of pals you're collecting, right? And if they have shinies and all that stuff. Right? Yeah, they do have shinies. <laughs> no. I think it's 100, it? right? Uh, I think so, yeah. And there is shinies. I think they said the guy, the first, the, the I watched like a 45-minute video of a guy that played it. He, he had played like forever. So that's the bulk of my knowledge of this game. Cool. But he said that he has played for like a hundred hours and he's come across, across three shinies. So, and the shinies are obviously better. Unlike Pokemon, they're better stats and stuff. If you find a shiny, shiny and Pokemon, you find a shiny, you're just happy that it's a different color. You freak out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but in this mm-hmm. game, apparently that means like, this is a better statted version of whatever. Yeah, and it, so. it seems like there's also rarity in terms of like weapons and armor and stuff you oh, can yeah. get, as well as blueprints, which I have a bad taste in my mouth thanks to Rocket League on blueprints, but it's probably not that bad. Probably not. <laughs> um, I know, I assume there's an update for people that already have it because one of the videos I watched last night was like what you need to do first in Power World or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stuff at the end of the video is like, there's been an update. And a lot of the stuff changed. So like, ex, ex, <laughs> like XP wise, like this. it took you forever to, to unlock this. Now it doesn't. This, yeah, you can unlock on the second whatever, and now it's back further and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's it'll interesting. All be bounced out. Dungeons have two chests at the end after beating the boss. Usually, you get two purple chests, which are common. Sometimes you get lucky and get golden chest, which oh. I, I can see like that kind of stuff looks fun. And then as well as my asked. Boy. This is, this is a Reddit thread where somebody's talking to somebody who has played the early, early, early access. Uh, <laughs> are you able to catch bosses or are they unique? And he says you can catch them. Gotta catch them all. You that, know? That's also interesting. I would imagine FD's it's a blue much ball, more difficult. It's ball. like trying to figure out, uh, mute the, you know, catching Mewtwo or whatever. But it's interesting. I don't yeah, know. The, it, it may, it may the, not the, work, but it seems like a fun time for free. The Pokeball or whatever, I know you, mm-hmm. it's all, like, it's a survival, that survival aspect is, like, you have to craft everything. And, yeah, as you get further in the game with more powerful people, you have to craft better balls. Always be crafting better balls. That's my <laughs> motto. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm stoked about it. I, it's supposed to drop at 3 a.m. Eastern time. I'll be ready. I'm going to just say that much. <laughs> I'll be ready. I might I'll be, be ready. Um, all right, let's move on to the big news that happened today, which was the Xbox Developer Direct. And we'll just kind of go down uh, the line here. They talked about Avowed, which got a fall 2024 launch window. Um, it's Obsidian's Next Fantasy. I'm reading this from GameSpot.com. Obsidian's Next Fantasy Action RPG Adventure kicked off the event with gameplay Director Gabriel Paramo highlighted the game's combat system. The game will allow players to switch between melee weaponry and spellcasting or sharpshooting on the fly. The combat will also offer a blocking and parrying system for more strategic approach to fighting. Um, if you are an Obsidian fan or been excited about Avow, just go watch. Because like, they've probably spent like 10 minutes on each game. So mm-hmm. kind of like just talking about how the game works, stuff like that. So 
all so, you fantasy RPG people. I might be mixing this up. Is this the one with all the like hand gestures and no? What am I thinking of? It's the first person. Ghostwire Tokyo. No, 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 no. It's a it's another game that came out. Um, it was premiered last year. I thought it was this one. Let's see. No, the first time we saw this game was like five years ago, and there was a little spell uh, hand gesture thing that happened. But this is like uh, Obsidian is the people that made like old uh, or uh, what, was, what was that one game? Fallout New Vegas? Wasn't that New them? Vegas? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was going. So from what I watched, it's very similar to like that feel, like an old Bethesda feel fantasy RPG kind of thing. Which could be cool. Mm-hmm. You never know. My question when I was watching this was like, okay, this looks like an old Bethesda Oblivion style like fantasy RPG. But is it going to be like Starfield where it's like it it is an old one just brought to 2024? Mm-hmm. Or is this going to feel like a 2024, like a modernized version of it? Yeah. I can guarantee you it's going to be better than Starfield. You that's a, that that's a log on games guarantee straight from Andrew. <laughs> That's a L-O-G-G. <laughs> you heard it here first. I know. Um, well, that's the thing. Like the, I've, I've been having this conversation recently with a couple of people about Pokemon, right? Like there is a... It is not a bad thing to make an old style game. It's just make it well. Like make an old style game that gets rid of some of the limitations that the old stuff had as opposed to like oh it's you have to have a brand new this that it's got to be bigger better whatever it's like no it's like those games were good for a reason because what they did worked so you can make games of the old style but you know make the game not be super glitchy or something like that you know just make it work so i don't know yeah i was gonna say whenever you have a uh modern day game come out and when people use the uh phrase it feels like a 360 era game. That's mm-hmm. never usually a negative thing, you know. Uh, right. You know, to touch back into that nostalgic type of feel and that style of game, a lot of people usually mm-hmm. like. But like you said, to just like put a few bells mm-hmm. and whistles to just modernize it a bit, you know. Sure. It's like when uh, when Kenna Bridge of Spirits came out. Yeah, like, yeah. That's this a good is example. a PS2 game, but it's very really good. Very good example. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I was thinking of the Pokemon games. I like. I think they've had some swings and misses, or at the very least, they've hit some singles where they usually hit home runs. And their recent games and stuff. And I, I just tend to think that if they would have stuck with the system that they had and just kept it, you know, top down, you can make it look a little nicer, prettier, or whatever, and improve on the system a little bit. They probably would have had more success. But. Um, I think for Pokemon, like the Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee were like, Mm. that was it. Like everybody that played that game was like, this is the direction we want to go. I know I say it's a hot topic, but it's really not for people that play every Pokemon game. They liked Mm. it more than the people that didn't. That you could like see the Pokemon in the grass rather than it just being random. And that made it like almost more fun, especially if you're hunting for shinies and stuff like that, where you're just like, you don't have to worry about just walking through the grass and then being like, and you're like, oh my god! And you have to use freaking like max yeah. repels and stuff like that just to try and if you're walking back and forth through the map. Now it's just mm-hmm. like you're walking through an area. If you see a shiny or you see one of the rarer Pokemon in the area, you're like, holy crap! Or if you're searching mm-hmm. for a specific Pokemon that you want and you're trying to get better stats, like you can do that a lot easier and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a remake of Kanto Region. Was. I think yeah. So but, I mean, that also like, helped. Like was it? Ar- how did have you say Arceus? However, they, what, I don't know if anybody yeah. ever yeah. figured yeah. out how you're supposed to say it. But um, like that's that's fine, and it wasn't a bad game by any stretch of the imagination. I love that game. But if you would just take something like that, or one of the new the newer games that they're trying to do things a little different, make it more 3D. And just like intersperse that every other game you have come out, try something different. And then every other game, put out your classics thing. Like, I think people would dig that. Moving on. (laughs) Hellblade 2, Senua Saga, got a May 21st launch date. Finally. Um, Hellblade 2, Senua Saga was next on the agenda and we saw new and improved Senua who has made peace with her past and no longer argues with the voices she hears. The game will be set in 10th century Iceland, and Ninja Theory promises to make 
the game as authentic to history as possible. The segment highlighted Hellblade's 2 improved combat system, which was designated to make the player feel like they barely survived every battle she faces. The game will feature new companions who will aid Senua on her journey, and it will shift focus from just the voices in her head to include people around her. The first thing that he said when they showed off this game today was he said a shorter narrative experience, which is both good and bad, I guess. I think the first game was like seven, eight Mm -hmm. hours long. So I'm hoping this is just the same length and not like four or five, you know? But uh, everything I've seen from it is good. I just find it very weird that like they had a trailer at the Game Awards in December and they didn't say like, they could have said Q2 2024. I feel like if you give us the launch date or the launch window at the Game Awards, it's a lot more hype than, like a lot more people are watching the Game Awards than are watching this Xbox developer direct. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of people that wake up a month from now and be like, oh, I didn't know I had a release date. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But ne- nevertheless, May the 21st, thank God, I'm very excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. Any thoughts from you two on this one? I think it's a pretty open window, is it not? There's not a whole lot coming out in that window that we know of. That we know of, yeah. yeah not a lot so. coming out this year that we know of, really. Yeah, it's fair. I'm stoked for it. It's uh, It no, looks, looks really good. good. I, I have the first one, but I, I never beat it. So it's like, I, I think like if I actually sit down and go through that, it'll like build up my hype for the second one for sure. They said, I mean, most of what they talked about was the story. So it seems like they're really, they're really focusing this game. Like the last game was a lot of uh, environment storytelling, trying to figure out what the heck is going on yeah. as you play. Whereas this one looks more of like a, we're going to have cutscenes and we're going to have characters and we're going to have stories in this. Mm. So, could be cool. Mm-hmm. Next up was Visions of Mana. This is the first title from the Mana franchise in 15 years and it will feature multiple returning monsters and creatures from the franchise's past. It will also introduce new companions like a massive canine-like creature called Pickle, which the player can use to travel across the game's world. How about Visions it? of Mana is slated for summer 2024 release date. I believe this is Xbox and PC. I think all these games are Xbox and PC. Mm. Cool. Um, this game looked a lot like uh, the Tales games when they were showing it off. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, kind of what I saw too. Next on the docket, we had Ara History Untold. The next game featured was Ara History Untold, which is Oxide Games' take on the grand strategy game. Matthew, mm-hmm. this game has a lot of menus. You better be paying attention. The I game will take real-world history and culture into account, and it will focus on those different perspectives throughout a match. Mm-hmm. Each turn in Ara History Untold will be played in real time, which means that players won't have to wait for other players to complete their actions in order to continue their own progress. The game features a living world, an alternate version of Earth, which is affected by the decisions of the player in real time. As players expand their empires, the world will either thrive or wither, depending on how the progress is made. Part of the world includes dangerous wildlife with cougars amongst the deadliest players. Yeah. Just kind of skimming the... It's kind of skimming the trailer. It looks super... um, it's, Civ. From, it's yeah. like a Civ game, but yeah, a little People, bit more f- freeform, like a little bit more freedom to do stuff. Whereas Civ is one, not it is turn based and it's not just real time. And two, Civ is very much based off of their you know their hexes that you go to and everything. This Hex! one looks a little bit more freeform, right? <laughs> so just kind of open and and you know you're you're dealing with your economy and all that kind of stuff. It's like it's like somewhere in between like a Sim City. And a Civ game, it looks kind of like to me. Yeah, the uh, I think a lot of the civilization developers made or left in, to make this is what they said at the beginning. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of people um, started on Civ Five, but this is scheduled to launch fall yeah. of two thousand twenty-five. I, I will fall. say, just from, from somebody that would like this ty- style of game, um, this looks like something that is going to completely flounder, or it's going to be incredible. I don't really see a whole lot of in between here. Um, but we'll see. I like it. It's a cool idea. Looks good. 
And then we got the grand finale, Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. The final segment of the developer direct was the first ever gameplay trailer for Indiana Jones and the Great Circle, the new indie adventure from Wolfenstein director or developer Machine Games. This includes a first look at Indiana Jones himself, who has been designed to look like Harrison Ford, the actor who has portrayed uh, the character in in the Indiana Jones film. The game is set between Raiders of the Lost Ark and The Last Crusade, and it will see Dr. Jones travel to the Vatican, the Pyramids of Egypt, and more. The trailer starts with the agile archaeologist in a precarious position as he is buried up to his neck in sand, surrounded by enemy Nazis. Well, machine guns is not going to make a game unless Nazis are in it. You know what I mean? They're like, that's, that's fair. <laughs> we got to have Nazis in the game. Wow. Uh, we then we then see first person shooting, puzzle solving, and exploration through the game. Does pull back into third person views for cutscenes and environmental traversal. The game will offer multiple optional puzzles in each environment, and it will reward players who attempt to discover their secrets. The presentation also includes. It introduces Gina, the investigative reporter who will join Indy on his new adventure, as well as a new villain in Emmerich Voss. We also saw Dr. Jones fighting enemies with machine guns, torches, and the iconic whip as he battles enemies throughout the segment. Indiana Jones and the Great Circle will launch later this year. I call bullcrap on that. This is going to be a 2025 game. But Yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that. And I also, Although they show game? a lot of it. Goaty contender, baby. They also said, oh, so Ara was the other game that said fall 2024. I'm just of the assumption still. If it's more than 25. six months out and they've given us a date, I don't believe it. Yeah. So, like, Ara could, is probably going to be Q1 2025, and this is probably going to be summer 2025. That's how That's I have it. That's what the industry has done to us. That's what they do to us. Now, it could be like last year, I thought Alan Wake was my prediction mm-hmm. to be pushed out of 2023. Mm-hmm. And it landed it, and it was like one of my favorite games of the year. So I would rather mm-hmm. be surprised that way than tell us, yes, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. coming out late 2024. Like, no, it's not. Don't tell me that yeah. because it's bullcrap. You're Xbox, and you're full of lies. Jeez. Mm-hmm. The I, aggression. I, 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 say, I, don't think, I don't think the game's going this direction, but I think it'd be super cool if they had raid-esque things every so often like they're new like things for indy to get through but the the puzzles are like super difficult to figure out like i i think that'd be fun because uh, that's the way a lot of obviously the raids in destiny are it's just like some random stuff that you gotta figure out and i don't know i feel like having a difficult that that's a very indie thing where you have to get through this whole section with a, a bunch of difficult puzzle things that's what they talked about and the the developers talked about they said there's a lot of puzzles like Part of what makes Indiana Jones Indiana Jones is him figuring out puzzles, and they made it a, a point to have puzzles like everywhere. Some that will like mm-hmm. are not a part of the story, and then some that are a part of the story. But either mm-hmm. way, like they're not. From what my understanding is, a lot of these puzzles are not going to be easy. So probably, yeah. Some and some sort of mix of things, right? So some puzzles that are just pure brain. You got to figure out. I got to do these switches in this order or whatever. And then some of them, you know, Indy does the whole like, you know, drop the sand and pick up the thing at the same time. Like some that are yeah. like, like, you know, skill based, I guess, on the controller. Right. Trying to do something. I don't know. It, 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 it's a cool idea. I'm in. I'm, tr- I'm going to try it for sure, especially since it's on Game Pass. Gonna be on and Game I Pass. love freaking Uncharted. And I keep saying it's like Uncharted. It's Uncharted. Is like yeah, Indiana I think this Jones. is the uh, first direct competitor to Uncharted. Finally. Is it though? Could be. No sarcasm. I love how they say. <laughs> I love how they say that the character is designed to look like Harrison Ford. I was like, no, that no, is Harrison. Is. Just look. Yeah. It is Harrison Ford. <laughs> it's like just look at it. Designed to look it's, like Harrison Ford. To be fair, Harrison. like in the last Indiana Jones movie, there was CGI that was designed to look like Harrison Ford. So yeah. like it's the same. Troy Not Baker voiced by Harrison indeed. Ford though. Yeah, Troy. Voiced Baker. by tr- voiced by uh, Troy Baker. Well, he probably sounds just like him. If I had to guess, he's he's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, I the the problem in my brain, and this is not the game's fault. This is my personal fault. Was like since this game was announced and what we were told, I was like, all right, it's just it's going to look like Uncharted. It's going to be exactly mm-hmm. like Uncharted. It's just going to be in and in Jones. And then I saw it and I was like, oh yeah, Naughty Dog's not making this game, so it's not going to no. look 
Yeah, it's not it doesn't be, look remotely close. <laughs> it looks like Wolfenstein. That's what it looks mm-hmm. like. Indiana Jones mm-hmm. in the Wolfenstein engine and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, which is fine. Yep. I'm not mad at that. It's just, it's just like it's my just expectation was like. Mm-hmm. We're about to get the freaking Last of Us yeah. quality here, yeah. as far as oh, graphical fidelity and stuff. But yeah, part of that I think is the fact mm-hmm. that uh, it will look a lot better. Come yeah. graphically, come next year when the game actually does come out. Yeah, and then one major difference, obviously, is the amount of first-person stuff going on. That's yeah, I'm interested to. That's a different take on it, so it'll be fun. That's what they do. Uh, it does look good, though. I'm excited for it. I agree. Um, I'm in. The fact, the most interesting part of this to me is the fact that like it ties directly into like the movies. Like it is Harrison mm-hmm. Ford. It is between two of the movies. Like we'll probably get a lot of Easter eggs and some cameos yeah. and stuff like that. That'll be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it does well, it gives them a million other directions they can go with more games. Yeah. So music sounds fantastic. Yeah. Acting One of my favorite point. songs. Yeah. We they they definitely the captured. Stop making movies. Just start movies. making the games. I wonder what the conversation was with Harrison Ford when they call him like, "Hey, we're making a video game. It's exactly like the movie, but we just need to use your face." Can we do that? Sure, whatever. <laughs> just give we'll me give the money. All, I don't care. However much money this game makes, we'll just give it to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that man has made some money over the years. He's done heard, okay for I himself. Heard he's grumpy. Grumpy old grumpy, man. He's a grumpy old man. Um, okay, a couple more news tidbits that happened. Uh, Harry Potter breaks Call of Duty streak as best-selling game in the U.S. I'm just going to go down Boom. the list, okay? Mm-hmm. This is the last 15 years. This is according to Polygon. Uh, last 15 years, best-selling games. 2009, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. 2010, Call of Duty Black Ops. 2011, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. 2012, Call of Duty Black Ops 2. 2013, Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> 2014, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. What a, just side note, what a terrible game that was. What a, just a piece of garbage <laughs> that they threw. Whatever the equivalent to just like a mayonnaise sandwich is for video games, like that's what Call of Duty Advanced wow. Warfare was. Best selling game of the year. 2015, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 3. 2016, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. 2017, Call of Duty World War 2. 2018, Red Dead Redemption 2. 2019, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. 2020, Black Ops Cold War. 2021, Vanguard. 2022, Modern Warfare 2. 2023, Hogwarts Legacy. Mm -hmm. So 22 million copies this year. That's all because of the Switch. Let's go, baby. (laughs) Too bad it wasn't good enough to win any awards for anything, apparently. Yeah, just the award of the most amount of money. I hate that. that cause I thought the game. game was phenomenal. It I does, loved it, it. There was politics involved some, in it, not winning awards, and you won't convince me otherwise. I'm not saying it should have won Game of the Year for everything. I'm just saying it should have won something. hundred percent. A hundred percent. It didn't win anything at the Game Awards, but I want to say it's won mm-hmm. something at uh, with other people. I'm trying it was definitely a lot better than what people thought, for sure. It was really good. It was, fun. Uh, it was nominated it was for the good. best game on Steam Deck at the Steam Awards. Let's go. Which it won. There you go. Um, it won best fan service award at the Eurogamer Germany something. But yeah, I mean, I mean, so much money. Holy moly. It just deserved a little bit more um, Credit. awarding than it got. I agree. Um, But more importantly to me, you would assume that a sequel is incoming. I would assume. It has to be. Just based on how much money it makes. You can't just be like, now we're done. Yeah. The question really becomes, is it a true sequel? Or is it a MMO-ish type deal? Because... They could go that route. It has a little of that feel to it anyways. So I'm not saying they should or shouldn't do that. I'm just, I'm saying that's really their two options. I need yeah. co-op and raids. Let's go. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, per- selfishly, raids. I want the multiplayer yeah. option, but I would assume they just do like a Hogwarts Legacy 2 and they just, or Wouldn't you can do me. like, you can do like the Mass Effect, uh, Route where like your character carries over and decisions oh, you made cool. and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
to the second one. And honestly, to be fair, they could just come out with a massive DLC for 20 bucks and that would satisfy for a long time. So yeah. as long as Quidditch um, is in there. Well, it's not. Um, <laughs> the last the last part of this thing is Potterheads do have an announced game to look for. Potterheads. Harry Potter Quidditch Champion standalone <laughs> multiplayer game. <laughs> Let's click on that and just see. The last thing about this was in April. Gosh. Yeah, I got an invite to the beta and I didn't play it. That's sad. Eh, we'll never know. A little sad. A little sad. A little sad. We'll never know if it's any good. Um, last on the docket, Rock Band 4's next weekly DLC drop will be its last. It's come from Engadget.com. Rock Band 4's uh, weekly DLC drops are coming to an end, Harmonic said Wednesday. The upcoming batch of new songs on January the 25th will be the game's last, although other live services will remain active. The developer plans to give... Oh, scrolled on accident. Full attention to rock band like <laughs> Fortnite's Festival, a rhythm game inside Epic's Digital World. Um, and I don't care about the rest of the stuff. But that's essentially mm-hmm. it. Uh, they've done eight straight years of DLC every week. and uh, Every week? Every week. Yeah, every week. They have there may be only, like some week. Yeah. It's almost 3,000 songs they've dropped in DLC. Gosh. Yeah. It's like 2,800 something, I think, right? Just in DLC. Yes. It's not even counting the actual songs that came with the games and stuff like that. So, stupid question since like I haven't kept up with it and don't play. Is this all on current gen? Um, I mean, it's technically last gen, but it plays on PS5 and Xbox the same. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yep. Yep. It all works fine. The game released 10 years ago, right? Just about. Jeez. Andrew, you got to get on that. They have Sleep Token on there. You got to get on it, man. Oh, I heard. I do. I heard. They got Baby Metal on there. Got it all. I mean, they have, honestly, genre-wise, they have a little of everything. Usually, like, two Uh, bucks. Yeah. There's also packs. Like, sometimes they just form packs after a, a band has enough songs in there. But a lot of times, like... Packs that I bought, like Paramore packs or Fallout Boy packs or Green Day packs or whatever, will have like four or five of their songs for like five dollars or something. But I'm not getting Baby Metal and Sleep Token in the same pack. Uh, maybe not right now, not anymore. But sometimes <laughs> they'll do like they'll do like this is a pop punk 2022 pack or whatever, and it'll have yep. 15 songs of just like all. Oh, okay, like no, bucks. no, like yeah. make your own combo. Yeah, yeah. not yet. Make your own combo. <laughs> Pick four for four. But you can <laughs> wombo fun. combo. Yeah. I- I agree with Andrew's And you can't tweet. hammer on. That's true. And all. Um, so <laughs> I agree with I agree with Andrew's tweet from yesterday, which was just a simple like, I hope that this is we're stopping this because in order for us to come out with a rock band five, we need to stop this. And so we need to have handled deck. I don't think that that necessarily is happening right the second, but I like even if they just put some time into this Fortnite deal. And then pivot to Rock Band Five. I would take it. Well, if if they've perfected what they've created and they just are just adding songs to it, what what do you think would be included in Five that's not already here, or what would well, need to be improved? Uh, well, I think find their exact thing here. I think uh, I mean graphically, there's definitely improvements that could come for sure. I think one of the biggest deals that they got to figure out is. Um, controller wise their controller when it works well is a really good controller but the rate at which it works well is not high enough okay and i think that they can go that's not just rock band that's all the guitar hero control like across the board right some a little bit more consistent because i have issues and i know andrew does at times too where you're playing and you're like i am playing what it says i'm supposed to play what is going on (laughs) (laughs) it's just like the controller that's true but i mean for for me, it's work. Like I have the old controller. There was a mm-hmm. about a year where the red my red button, mm-hmm. like if something if it was gonna say I missed a note, it was gonna be the red button. Mm-hmm. But of the last like since we moved here in the last like two or three years, I haven't had any issues with it like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll have here. yeah, I'll have to uh, a strum bar. What issues. you what you call it? What you call it? Tune it up. Oh, yeah. uh, calibrate. Yeah, yeah. I have to ca- recalibrate from time to time, like especially if sure. I'm moving to Same. that TV to in here or headphones or whatever. I have yep. to recalibrate from time to time for sure. But mm-hmm. like 90, 
nine percent like even now this sounds this is like the most stupid nerdy thing ever but mm-hmm. i'll play now and i'll play games that we or i'll play songs that we played eight years ago mm-hmm. when the game came out like a lot yeah and i'll just be playing the song whether i'm doing like the campaign or whatever mm-hmm. and i'll get new personal best i'm like i still got it baby <laughs> yeah. the other night, I was like last games. week i played and i got like three or four personal best at the very very end and i was just Jeez. like man i'm better than i was back then boys yeah i'm not, I'm, I'm not i haven't even hit my peak yet you know what i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was failing miserably at that the other night because my guitar has strum bar issues and so it doesn't register all correctly and i think there's actually some ways that you can fix that and i think i might try to do so but what it, i um, mean they've announced a new guitar coming sometime mm-hmm. mainly because of the Fortnite stuff i mean i'm buying it i already telling you right now i'm buying, I'm it. buying it even though mine still it's works also, <laughs> buying it i would also be fine and i'm sure andrew would too if they just don't make rock band 5 but basically make rock band 5 within Fortnite. like that's okay too like if they mm-hmm. where you can download all of these dlc songs in Fortnite or whatever they migrate all of them they just say this is our ongoing thing that's great i'd love to actually pay for songs instead of pay 70 bucks for the game or 100 for the game and a guitar you know so i just don't know like and a full disclosure if you're listening to this and you are the biggest Fortnite festival fan of all time full disclosure i have not touched Fortnite festival i've seen it same but i haven't like gone in there like i went in to do like the the rocket racing stuff and i was like okay mm-hmm. like I wish this was just a standalone game where they could put more effort into it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fun. It's not like it's mm-hmm. not fun, but it's like, all right, I'm not going to sit here and play this like it's Mario Kart or Rocket sure. League or whatever. Um, and so I assume like this is the same thing where there's stuff on there and I'm sure it's Good. fine and fun. And the gameplay itself is probably very similar. Yes, it but is. But I want, like if they're like, Andrew, you can have Rock Band 5. What do you want to do? <laughs> First of all, we we need to work on the world tour. We just need to work on it because mm-hmm. there's still a lot of things. The world tour itself is great as far as like the campaign's really, really short, obviously, in the beginning. You meet yeah. the campaign, then like you can just play shows forever and you're always unlocking stuff. But there's still too many things where it's like you have to play these five songs. Yeah. If yeah. you want to get past this part, you don't have a choice. I know you don't like the songs. I know you can't beat some of the songs because you're not good enough. I know you don't want to play Carry On My Wayward Son for the 87th time. <laughs> Great song, but it's really long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then those are the ones that I still, all those shows I still have. And I'm slowly unlocking, like, the ones that you vote on were like, you're going to vote on rock songs. Or it'll have the genre you're voting on. You're going to play six of these that you vote on. Great. It's going to throw all the DLC that match that that I've already paid for. And I can usually blow through those. Or it's got mm-hmm. the songs where you actually just pick the set list. Just pick five songs. Go for it. That's what we want. We want more of that mm-hmm. in in a campaign environment. Yeah. Um, so I, I did some quick little research. Uh, have they ever had like a sale where you could buy everything, all the songs at once? No. no. Okay. So according to Reddit, the estimate is $3,400 for every song. <laughs> there you so go. There, I was just curious because I was like, what if I like – I picked up Rock Band, everything. and I'm like, I want every song. Do they have like a all bundle on sale? You don't want every song. Wow. You don't want every song. <laughs> just literally, I think any genre you can think of, it's there. Yeah. So. Also. Think, songs uh, with no real musical instruments in it. You'll They'll figure out a way to make you play it on guitar. I know, rock, <laughs> I, know, I know Guitar Hero World tried to do this. But if they could figure out a way, you have to make it work gameplay-wise, you have to make it work copyright-wise, etc. Or if they could figure out a way where you could have a create a song situation go down. Well, Rock Band did too. That was Rock Band Network originally. Well, yeah, but that was different. Like, you couldn't do it in the game, like... Per se. Oh no, not within game. You That's create true. the song and then and then upload it yourself, mm-hmm. and other people could buy it, which was awesome. But mm-hmm. still, do that where like you are in the game, 100%. and somehow you can get like your own band song or whatever. Yeah, you can create the song, and then similar, like a lot of games have this. Like you can just look at the freaking user list of like community playlists. Like this is my favorite song or whatever, or, or this new song just came out, and there's 
there's 15 users that have already created it and you want it, the top one with the most stars because it's the most accurate to what the song is. Like, mm-hmm. that could go or, a long ways too. Or just do it with like a submission system. Create the song, submit it to them. They got people over there that are just looking through them going, okay, this person doesn't know what they're doing. We're not putting this thing up on our thing. But, or like, this yeah. one's really good. Cool. We'll charge people a dollar for it or whatever. Yeah, so I'm um, like, I don't, logistically, they would have to figure all that mm-hmm. out. They have also, the people to do so, but that would be like a big selling point for Rock Band Five. Mm-hmm. Is like create your own song. Hey, are you in a band? Create all of your songs in Rock Band, and then go on a world tour together online. Yeah, like, that'd be That's fun pretty thing. cool. Yeah, I would also like for them to do a lot more work on their online. Like the online, Andrew and mm-hmm. I have a band online where we play, and you play X number of songs. You're trying to get the highest score throughout the week, and then your band's collective score, you know, determines if you go up a tier or down, whatever. And so I, I kind of wish they would do, instead of just saying, here's the five songs for this week, that they would just release little mini campaigns every week or two or whatever. Like, that would be how you, you go through the campaign and what your collective score in one go through is. That's your top score, right? Yeah. So I think that'd be fun. I agree. I, I don't, I mean, if I had to put money on it, they're probably not not working on a rock band five but yeah. i don't think it's a top priority by any means agreed um and also i've said before vr version vr version my guess is like- Fortnite festival would have to hit the point where it's just like all right we tried it and, and, it's, and it's not working mm. let's make well, a rock band five like that yeah. and i think that moment will come but we'll i think so too cool any other things you guys want to talk about? Any final thoughts? On the- I couldn't tell you how much I'm done talking to you. <laughs> wow! You pulled any? You pulled any more cards, Matthew? Any more Pokemon cards? I've not bought any more cards. Every time I mention it, I get uh, uh, certain looks from my fiance that I'm spending money on Pokemon cards, and she's probably right. Well, hey, I got- hey, now that's an investment. It is. It is <laughs> that's what you. That's what people that want to buy more Pokemon cards say. <laughs> no, this, I, I told I told my wife like if anything happens to us, I got stuff to sell. Yeah, that's right. I got collectibles to sell. <laughs> I. Uh, that's funny. I got a promo box. It's the it's the Squirtle, Charmander, Bulbasaur box. It just comes with like those three promo cards and three packs of the one fifty one. Packed the illustration where Venusaur and War Turtle. So I paid fifteen dollars for this, and I got like sixty dollars worth of cards out. Sick. So I'm uh, I'm on the up right now. You know what I mean? I'm feeling pretty good. Feel like I need to go buy some more packs. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Feel like I could just mm-hmm. blow all of our budget that we're supposed to use for moving and just pack some zards. I, you know, open cards, pack some zards. I think you should. <laughs> Open cards, back them up. I went and every time I go in the store, I go look, and I've not found them in stock anywhere. They have uh, the boxes here and there. I haven't but, seen, uh, it. but like packs since Christmas. Like some, yeah, before well, Christmas, a, when I bought when I bought the box I gave you for Christmas, there was like thirty of them there. And since Christmas, kids got their Christmas money and they're gone. Well, there's a new uh, bundle, or there's a new expansion coming out. Uh, here in about a week and a half, which I've already have, I have so much pre-ordered for that already. And then there's another one that comes one? out. No, it's uh, Paul Day and Fates is what it's called. It's like it's a bunch. It's like there's there's shiny like there's gonna bunch shiny Pokemon in these. So did I order like a lot of stuff? Yes, I already have. Shiny of the one fifty ones. No, the one fifty one is randoms. its own expansion. This is another one. And then in the end of March, there's another one. Expansion comes out. Interesting. And did I already order stuff on that as well? Yes, I did. Oh. Am I desperately looking for the Van Gogh Pikachu? Yes, I am. Oh, that's in there? No, I'm just trying to find somebody that will trade me uh, for one. My friend made one. He uh, posted in our Discord the other day. Well, that, you kid, that's not real. I want a real one. It's just funny you say you, you said that because I was like, wait a minute. I saw somebody. Oh, yeah. My buddy made it. Yeah. That's funny. If you ever want to just be like, are Pokemon cards still like people still freak out about them? Just go on YouTube and look up Van Gogh Pikachu. Just 
type in Van Gogh Pikachu and just find the story. It's wild. Oh, you're talking about uh, mm-hmm. the Prince? It is wild. Yeah, like when they yeah, first came out. I saw the, the video of the Prince. Yeah, at the museum, and it was yep. just like Black Friday chaos. It was people it was, like tackling each other and climbing on top of each other. It was mad. It was madness. Yeah, it, it's, it was madness. it's sad. It's sad. But I kind of <laughs> like it though. Oh my god! <laughs> I would have been climbing on top of somebody too. It'd have been so much fun. If we're all doing it in fun, you know. <laughs> there you go. I mean, who can argue with like that? People act like they've never been in a mosh pit before. All right, that's going to do it for our podcast. <laughs> uh, we want to thank you all for listening. Oh Give us gosh. a million stars on wherever you're listening to us at. If you're watching us, subscribe a million times. Um, and that's going to do it for us. We will be with you all again next Friday. See you.